Okay, we're live, and uh, first and foremost, I uh, just want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Brand Herald Podcast. Uh, I've been trying to slow down. I've been listening to some of my previous episodes, and like I say that really fast, so I'm trying to like get better at slowing that down. Um, but I'm Landon Wade, the owner of Goodson Clothing and Supply, and I'm excited to have Michael Frampton. And I was looking, to, what would you say, give me your title with Frampton, the official title. Because I, I didn't official know. Official title has yeah. landed on human resource manager. Human resource manager. Yeah. Job That's, responsibilities vary. There you go. Yeah. But uh, hey, first and foremost, thanks for being here. I appreciate you taking the time to do it. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. So I've been excited about this one because I, and I've said this to you, you know, I just have great respect for um, your company and just, and everybody that I talk to uh, with your company, your culture and everything, it's just from, you know, we've never met in person because I'm in Kentucky and you're in uh, South Charleston, Carolina. Charleston, South Carolina. South Carolina. And um, so I've never met anybody in person, but just my interactions, it just seems like a great company, a great culture. Uh, and, and so I'm excited to have this conversation. But Thank you. Um, so usually I just start off, just tell me, uh, just give people a sense of who you are. So tell me a little bit about, you know, you personally, your family, where you grew up. Uh, just tell me about Michael. Okay. Well, again, Michael Frampton with Frampton Construction. I um, I do human resources there. I am born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Me and my husband both been together since we were 15, met in mil- middle school. Wow. Um, have two amazing children, a six-year-old little girl and a three-year-old little boy. Uh, just enjoy all things that Charleston offers, the beautiful weather, being with friends, love to entertain, time on the water. Um, We are just Charlestonians to the core. Love it. Can't imagine living anywhere else. Um, And then we have this business that aside from family life, it is pretty much equal um, time spent with Frampton Construction and um, something that we have been part of together since, again, since middle school. We both worked there on the summers um, when we were old enough to have a job. And then it has just evolved from there to um, starting a new version of Frampton Construction in 2014. And then um, and where it is today. So you are born and raised where you are, and it's been family and business and everything pretty much right where you're at. Is that, am I hearing that right? That is right. And we talked about it a second ago. Um, how lo- how old is Frampton Construction? I mean, you mentioned kind of a new version in 2014, but how old is Frampton Construction overall? So we are a second generation company. Um, Chad's father, Charles Frampton, started what was known as Frampton and Associates in 1993, um, a very commercial based business focused on the tri-county areas of Charleston. Um, Did great. I mean, groomed a lot of people in those years. And then um, when they retired from the business, around 2014 is when we rebranded at Scranton Construction and um, kind of had a shift in uh, goals and a shift in um, what we were really chasing for work. and, um, And then that has I'm going to get more into that in a second, but I Mm -hmm. want to wrap up about you personally. So one question I love asking is tell me something about you that you enjoy doing 
that would surprise people or maybe something that you're good at or some kind of either hobby or talent that, uh, that, that would surprise people. And I'll give you a little bit of context. The lady I had on the episode before, uh, she worked for a big commercial HVAC company. I asked her this question and she said she, that she was a gamer, that she loved playing ah. video games. And I never in my life looking at her would have said, you know what, you look like a gamer. So that kind of thing. That's funny. I don't have anything that interesting. I love to cook. Cook is my hobby. I love to do it. I'm good at it. The more people I can feed, the better. Um, that's generally our weekends. We spend out on, we do have a house um, on the river here in town and we invite everyone over and I just love to cook a big meal. So yeah. that's my most favorite thing to do. Tell me what kind of food, like lots of different kinds of food or is there something in particular? <laughs> you no, nothing in particular, um, like cuisine wise. I just love to um, cook fresh and healthy and summer yeah. fare is my favorite, fresh vegetables. Um, I just, I just enjoy it. I think there's something about feeding people. It's like my love language is what I say. Yeah, that always is true. count on me for a baked good or dinner if you're in need. <laughs> well, I love baked goods. And see, now I'm thinking, okay, you got a six-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl. So when you just said there's something about food, I have to think that you've watched Princess and the Frog, the Disney movie Princess and the Frog. Maybe, maybe not. Is is that the um, one based in Louisiana? Yes. Yeah. I have seen it. I have yeah, seen there's it. a... And there's a point in there where she, I think her dad, like is teaching her how to make gumbo. And he says that there's something about food that brings people together. It made me think of that because it's kind of the same idea. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Is that a family thing or is that just a you thing? Like, is that a, your mom and, you know, something that was big that your, your family's done? Or is that just something you enjoy doing? Yeah. We just grew up in a house with love to cook and cook together. And that's just something that's, I enjoy. That's awesome. Carrying it on. All right. Well, let's transition to um, what you, you talked a little bit about the history of the company. Um, obviously the construction industry is a huge industry and there's a lot of different ways to be in it, I guess, for lack of a better way to, to say it. So maybe going back to 93 and even just, you know, skipping maybe rock across the pond, give us a little bit of, cause you mentioned in 2014 kind of changing focus, the type of work that you're going after. Can you maybe explain what you got, what type of work you went after early, maybe middle and sort of like from 14 to now and a little bit of that narrative? Sure. So with Frampton and Associates, they, their region was a tri-county area of Charleston. Um, what I think the market provided then and what they chased after was kind of small commercial retail, small medical office building type work, um, which was great. And at that time, abundant. Um, but then came, you know, 2010. And a lot of those types of that work really just wasn't there anymore. So it was kind of one of those things where we looked at it or Chad looked at it and said, going forward, how are we going to do this different? And um, instead of chasing projects, he kind of had the idea, let's just chase clients who have multiple projects. So it led to the um, trucking industry and their um, terminals. And it led to um, really more focused on developers who were going to be building projects regularly to meet demands. And um, so once we kind of got into that industrial um, sector, things just really started to change. And then those clients just started giving us bigger projects. So we really grew very organically that way. Um, So we have amazing, amazing clients. And they, like I said, they trusted us with that first project that might have been 
local and something they could keep their finger on. And now it's like, go to Florida, go to Virginia, go to Kentucky, just, and it just has evolved that way. That's interesting. So the truck terminal thing is kind of pretty specific. How did, how was it truck terminals? Was it, you know, a connection in that particular space or did it just so happen that one of these general contractors was building kind of those kinds of projects? Um, the truck terminals. So we, we kind of sought that out at the time. That was a really good project sizes for us. Okay. Um, and even now that we do regularly do those for a few clients. Um, and it was just a good evolution into out of that small commercial and towards a big industrial type um, goals. And um, so, yeah, and they fit right. They're great. We have a whole team focused around doing um, the terminal work and um, yeah. So they, hmm. it was just a good fit. No, that's interesting. It's, you know, again, it's always just interesting to hear like just the, things like that, that, that are, that become foundational to a company growing that may not, it's certainly not necessarily intuitive. You know, you probably aren't sitting around thinking if you're going to start, you know, start a construction company, focus on that particular type of project, you know? So, um, I know that you guys have grown a lot in the last few years. Um, is it safe to say that, you know, say from 93 to 14, it was a gradual growth and then there's just been a sort of a hockey stick movement in the last maybe six or eight years, or, or is it just been gradual all the way through? So it was very steady in the Frampton and Associate era, but come 2014 in the Frampton construction era, it it was a very sharp incline, um, really almost doubling year over year um, on personnel and on revenue. So it was, yeah, it was a very steep, steep um, yeah. growth. Why do you think that is? Like, what would you, if you were like given a talk, you know, and they brought you in because somebody wants to know, hey, okay, I'm trying to grow my company. Heck, I'm trying to grow my company. Um, very different industries. But what would you attribute? What are maybe some two, three, four bullet points of like, these are things that we very consciously did that led to that result? Well, we had a couple years where we really spent on planning and implementing process and procedures. We called those like we were expanding our foundation preparing for what we thought we could do, which was a lot bigger construction work. Um, so we had a couple of years where we really focused on that. And then once we kind of unleashed and said, all right, we're ready, we're going to go chase this bigger work. Um, it was really relationships that drove it. Chad has, and the other leadership have done so good at building relationships. And, um, and then, like I said, they, the first project might've been something smaller, but the next one was twice its size. And then the next one was even bigger. So that's really how it just went so quickly. Yeah. Do you guys run on any kind of system like the EOS system or anything like that? I'm just curious. We have a lot of systems. Um, we rely a lot for project management on a Procore um, system. It's, pretty popular in the construction industry. They really revolutionized technology in the construction industry. Yeah, um, that's a like big project management package, right? Yes. And then um, and then we do a lot on the pre-construction side on certain platforms that probably aren't as normally used by other mm -hmm. construction companies. It's one of the ways we really try to add value before a project even gets started. Sure. Um, in site selection and in just project development, helping our developers understand like what they have before they even get to the land purchase. So those are our two most valuable. Tell me how you guys 
maybe a little bit about because obviously you grow a company that that big that quickly. It's you know companies are buildings and trucks and work and everything else, but really companies are people. And tell me how you guys went about kind of building out and finding people that really fit what you were wanting to do. I mean, are there any tips and tricks? Is it just a lot of favor and blessing? Is it uh, all of it? Give me a little bit of you know how have you ended up with the team you've got. Uh. I wish there were tips and tricks. Um, that is the ongoing challenge that leadership talks about daily. Um, we have been super, super blessed to find some incredible people. Um, we really just try and show them that, one, we value people above anything else in the business. We aren't going anywhere without them. And also, we just really focus on um just like organizational health, just trying to make sure we are selling them the same thing we end up providing them, um, work-life balance and just all those things that just make them an overall um, happy person in work and in, in life. And um, we've had really good return on that. Our, we've had a lot of people who have been there since day one and we've accommodated, I mean, all the growth. So we're attracting some talent. Um, and we focus a lot on our culture. I mean, we want people to enjoy working for us. So, um, you know, we try and do things that just cultivate uh, friendship and that family feel and um, the responses, people accept it and feel that way. And I think that's what's really working in our favor. I don't get the sense you guys have a lot of turnover, at least not no. at the, maybe not at the corporate level might be the the way to say it. I mean, I think everybody has a lot of turnover maybe in the field sometimes, but yeah, you know, not everyone's the perfect fit. Um, sure. and that usually sorts itself out, but we've, we've been lucky to retain a lot of great people. One thing I forgot to mention was I, I had taken a note on it and I don't know how I missed it. So you're a Clemson tiger. I am. You are. So you guys you know, I'm an Ohio state Buckeye fan and we've had a little bit of a thing for the last several years. I know Clemson's had, they had kind of a rough year last year. We'll see how this year goes, but yes. um, you guys have broken our heart and then we finally got you one time and yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been fun sometimes, I suppose, but yes. um, college so, football is always fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and hopefully it continues to be fun, but I'm worried about what NIL is going to do to everything. Yes. But, but I do uh, have to clarify, see. I graduated a Clemson Tiger but I root for the Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, last, well, year, was the so last year. year was a great year. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. There you go. Um, that was actually a lot of fun to watch. I mean, and I'll tell you what's crazy, and, and I'm going to get this stat wrong, but uh, I listened to a podcast with a guy who was a former Ohio State football coach, and he was going over the draft, like the NFL draft. And I think it was nine of the starting 11 on the Georgia defense got, got drafted. So, um, which is insane. It's, it, I mean, basically it's like part, you know, one of the big reasons Georgia won the national championship is they essentially had an NFL defense. Uh, yeah. That was crazy. Chad so, would know that statistic 100%. Ask him and, and see if I was right. Cause I think it was nine of 11, but ask him, cause I'll be, I'll be really I curious to know if I was right. Um, tell me today, Frampton today, uh, number of locations, give me like how many employees do you have and how many locations do you have? So today we have 78 employees. Um, we also currently just this week started nine interns. We have several more on the roster that are starting later in the summer, um, full-time employees. We have our main office in Charleston. We have an office that we've had for a long time in Charlotte also. 
Yep. And then we're exploring and in the process of setting up an office in Tampa and um, potentially one in Nashville area as well. I noticed that you guys do a good bit of work. Demand. Yeah, I was going to say, I noticed from your social media that you guys have a lot of projects in Florida. Yes, um, the Tampa area. Tell me about the interns. Are you getting those from one particular school or multiple schools? Tell me how you've kind of no. set that program so we up. have an incredible person named Tony Moore who started with us at the end of 2020. And her role is culture community manager. So again, the emphasis on culture and employee development and things like that. But she also revamped and totally progressed our internship program. So she has been responsible for really stretching out and getting people from everywhere, from UNC Charlotte, from Alabama, from JMU, West Virginia. I mean, there's a good mix of people from all different schools. Of course, Clemson and the Citadel, they have great construction science programs. So they're always yeah. um, they're always a great place to look for people. And are they coming and working physically at one of those two offices typically? Like you're not doing Mostly like a remote? on site. So some are okay. in Tampa. They're, they're spread out. Gotcha. We have a couple office interns on the pre-construction side, but most of them are on site locations. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, obviously we're a lot smaller, but we've got about 10 people. And I have uh, Ross, who runs our operations. He came out of the UofL MBA program. So the, the Master's of Business Administration program at University of Louisville has – uh, they they do internships. I think they require it uh, of all the MBA students. Mm -hmm. And so I got, you know, he came by way of that program. So did about nine or 10 months with me as an intern and then hired. Uh, and then I actually have another one. Um, she's out for a couple of weeks uh, in Peru, actually. So we're hoping, <laughs> praying for safety for Nikki. But uh, she's a current uh, student in that program and hoping that she continues with us. So it becomes a great, I mean, I'd never done that before, but it has been very beneficial uh, for me in the last couple of years. Yeah. Have you guys hired a lot of the interns you've done or, you know, well, that's really used? what led to kind of ramping that, um, that program up because it's a great pipeline for oh, people. Yeah. We've had good success in hiring our interns and it's so like college we football made that recruiting. more competitive, made it bigger and hopes that we just line up some more, um, engineering project engineers yeah. when they yeah, graduate. That's good. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, today, and you may have mentioned earlier, but just to kind of focus on what are, What's the kind of work that you guys are focusing on today? Well, we try and stay diverse, but the demand is in industrial. And um, that's where majority of our work is right now. Um, the distribution, the warehouse, and um, which is our favorite work, honestly. It's just, it's great work. And, um, and it's there. So, and there's really yeah. no... Um, look ahead that shows it declining at all. So we, um, we'll stick yeah. with it as long as we can. Yeah. Now, do you guys do as a GC, is there a portion of the work that you do like sort of directly and then job and then sort of subcontract out a lot of it? Do you subcontract out all of it? Does it depend we on the subcontract project? subcontract all trade work. Um, all we provide okay. the construction management. Got it. Got it. Very good. Um, so the last section kind of of our time I just want to kind of talk and you've, you've alluded to it a little bit with like um, just how focused you guys are on your people and culture. Um, but really sort of the very end of this, I like to always just kind of talk about, okay, the Prampton brand and, and, and how you view that and then how you go about building it using, you know, obviously the things that we do for you, mm -hmm. but also, you know, things that we don't necessarily do for you. So, um, and I asked this question, I, it's, you know, how would you describe your purpose or vision and, and, you know, basically how it ties into your brand. And 
I've been trying to tweak that a little bit because when I ask that, sometimes I feel like it's a struggle. But really, I'm just trying to get an idea, like, what is the purpose or vision, as you would kind of state it for Frampton, and then we'll kind of work down from there. So our purpose is to build better lives, to build better lives. We, again, we focus on that work-life balance, and we focus on empowering the best to be the best. That is our vision and our purpose. And um, Right. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I Part of the reason I struggle with the question is because I feel like when I ask the people, I feel like what it does is put them in the position of like wanting to recite sort of marketing language, you right. know, kind of like, how is it on the website and how would it be in our brochure? I need to move it and just be like, I don't, I mean, just like, because what you just did, which is just in your own words, like, what would the purpose of the company be? And, you know, so that's what I feel like you just described, which is like, you know, you exist. Yes, you exist to do a great job building things for people. But the idea is that the people that are involved, both inside and outside the company, you want to make their lives better right. through the work that you're doing. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I've got the website up and, you know, your core values, client focused, dynamic, veracity. These are interesting. Some of them I hadn't heard in building the future. Does that ring a bell? Yes. And actually, I'm now noticing that, and it's kind of, I somehow I missed this, but, you know, a lot of that history and background is on the website, too, that mm-hmm. I'm seeing here. It so, is. And I think this is real. You guys just did some work on the website not too long ago, right? Did you, is that right? Because I know you had a, yes. kind of a brand Early refresh. last year, we released um, just some up- updates yeah. and a fresh look. Gotcha. Um, well, tell me about when it comes to, like, the stuff that we do. So the branded clothing and promotional items. And, again, I realize we don't do – a hundred percent of what you guys do. And also let me, let me roll back. One of the things I meant to, I I was going to mention earlier was, and I, you know, we talk a lot about, and you guys are obviously about this. You just mentioned how good Chad and his uh, senior team have been at building relationships, but relationships are huge for us. Um, And I I think what I continually find doing these, uh, these, these episodes and having these conversations is, you know, there's a reason in a lot of cases we're doing business with people because I think there's alignment. Um, I think it was, uh, the Start With Why book by Simon Sinek that says, you know, people tend to do business business with people of like mind. And so um, there's, I think, a lot of alignment there in terms of like just the importance of relationship, the importance of people. Um, so when it comes to like um, how I ended up working with you guys, it's like so interesting to me because I called on a company in Louisville called Buffalo Construction. And I think you guys, and right. Chad, we've talked about this. You guys are in, I believe it's YPO, right? Yes. Big, big, big into YPO have been for a long time. We had done a really nice Christmas gift that Buffalo gave out to all of their clients. Um, and then I think, as I recall, uh, Scott, who runs Buffalo and Chad, I think may have known each other through YPO. And I think Chad saw it was a JBL speaker that we did. And I think he mm-hmm. saw it and said, man, that's really nice. As, and you can correct me if my story's wrong. And said, where did you get that? Essentially. And Scott said, this is the place, right? And I think that's how we ended up hearing from you guys initially. That's Does that right. sound right? He visited his swag closet and yep. all the good things came from Goodson. Yeah, there you and, go. Um, <laughs> I'm writing that down. That's a new tagline. I like that. All the good things from Goodson. Um, I'll tell you what's crazy too is, I mean, and I'm, I think I mentioned this to you when we talked offline, those guys are growing like crazy too. So, you know, well-run construction companies right now and in the last few years have just been, you know, blowing up. Obviously, as you mentioned, there's just a ton of work. Mm-hmm. I'm in a Vistage group and I'm in with some other construction companies. And I learned a, a phrase I'd never known anything about, which is backlog. So, yes. uh, right. And so I hear these numbers that these companies have in backlog and it's insane. It is. It is. It's a good position to be in. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, all right. So when it comes to just your view of the role that branded clothing and promotional items play as you're trying to now build the Frampton brand, build the culture, you know, build your brand outside the company, build the culture inside the company. Talk to me just kind of maybe just higher level about, you know, like, for example, we do the online clothing store and some of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Like, what role do you see those playing? Why do you think they're really important? Well, the online clothing store, we love that. And um, I think you you brought that idea to us um, mainly because, I mean, we want people wearing our France and gear as they're out and about. And we were already providing them um, where I was going and buying stuff and getting it branded and things like that. But as we grew, that was just not an efficient way to do it. So it just feels like a great benefit when they get this link and says, and says go shopping. And for the most part, it's not costing you anything. Right. Um, so they love it. And, um, you've seen, we, everyone orders, you know, there are guidelines, but everyone maxes out their, their guidelines. They, they think it's great. And then just, again, it makes them feel, it feels like it's just a great benefit and a great perk. And, um, we love anything that makes them know that they're appreciated. And that's a little, that's a way to show them we appreciate them. Um, as far as outside of the company, um, you know, you want to give things that people are going to use and that they, are going to like and not just another utility set or not just another cup or, you know, that gets put in a closet and never seen. So, I mean, it's worth it to us to spend a little more on a really great gift that's going to have some longevity or that we know they're going to have sitting on their desk for a while and, um, and just make it something a little more um, valuable to them. And you do a great job about just presenting those ideas and, you know, sending those um, new vendors and the leather goods and all those things that um, we don't have to go searching for. They usually just show up in my inbox and I'm like, well, that's a great idea. No, that's, I'll tell you what's one of the questions I wanted to ask, and, and we definitely see it. It definitely seems like there's a trend um, with customers to buy, I would say, fewer items, but nicer items. Yes and brands in across the board, but especially I know you guys and Chad in particular, I know in his dealings with clients prefers, Hey, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do something and I'm going to put the Frampton logo on it, I want it to be as nice as it can be. Is that, is that right. fair to say? That's very fair to say. Yeah. He doesn't want to give it unless he himself would like it. Right. Yep. And so that's what I've kind of described in the past as kind of what I see as like the merger of corporate and retail. So like, you know, I don't know, I've been doing this since 2004, but maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was like you kind of had like the corporate stuff and then you had retail and it really was, there were a couple things that would cross over, but for the most part, it was like the stuff you got at work or from your employer or whatever was kind of one thing. And then you bought your stuff at retail that you like, well, now there's definitely a big time merger mm-hmm. where it's like what people are doing is just what you describe, which is they're like, what do I like? What do I use? And if I like it and I use it, there's a really good chance that other people will. And at the very least, I can give it and be confident in giving it. You know, it's like, and and there's something about, even if people don't like what I like, there's something about me thinking about them in that that way, you know, that's that has value. So it's been interesting from my standpoint because, and I think that's what, and I'm sure this is the way it is for you guys. There are, you know, there are projects that you just absolutely love doing that are fun, that that you get excited about a lot of creativity and a lot of different things that you just really enjoy doing. And then Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just a project and it, you know, and it's, there's all of it, but we get that too, where it's like some days you're working on things and, and then 
it's just kind of transactional. It can be at times. And then every now and then, though, and you're getting to the next project where you get to really like for me, it's like the Holderness Born thing. Like that was really cool to find, you know, that brand that I've been seeing on Instagram to find that we could have a relationship with them. And then that that resonated with you guys. Like that was really fun for me. Oh, yeah. They're so excited about those. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to get them in. But yeah. um, so tell me um, what well, one comment I was going to make is, you know, I, I do think that's, um, you know, brand is something that everyone tries to to define, including us, you know, but it's a really hard thing to define. And I think what I consistently see is like the things that I use, the things that I wear. Um, and, and, you know, really start, you know, Simon Sinek talked about this too. It's like sort of like they say something about me. So it's like, you know, you're, <laughs> and, and I think when companies can get to the point where people will wear things or use things with their, with your logo outside of times they have to essentially, mm-hmm. then you're starting to really win because at that point they, that they then now are feeling a I'm proud of this thing and I want people to know I'm a part of it. And B it may in fact say something about me that I am a part of it. And that to me is like true victory when it comes to like the stuff that we do in our company and our customers mm-hmm. using it. I know we love that when we see some weekend posts on social media and they still have on their Frampton hat or their Frampton t-shirt or they're carrying their, yep. their Frampton JBL or whatever it is. And we're like, well, that's great. Yeah. Or we pick up a client and he has all his, a, a friend, I saw a client on a vacation in the Bahamas and he had his Frampton Yeti cup in the picture. I was like, he took it with him to the Bahamas? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> great. I, I, I'll tell you what's also interesting too, is like, I think people really appreciate practical, useful things. Yeah. Um, so for example, I have a brother-in-law that sold companies for a lot of money and, 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 and he's done extremely well. And I remember one time he had a company he was helping me. I was, I was working with him on some things and he's like, I want a gift to give out. And I got really nervous. I'm like, what do you give a guy? Like, like what do you give the guy who has everything? I, you know, <laughs> he literally has everything. What do you give him? And what I learned in that process was, you know, immediately you start thinking, oh, it's got to be really expensive. Well, then I, I found, and it's actually an item. I think I've shown it to you, but they call it the hub city. It's this thing that's like a brick that plugs into the wall and it's got like five or six USB plugins. Mm-hmm. Two of them are fast ports. Three of them are just normal, but you can plug it. You can charge your anything with a USB cord. You can charge off of it. And he loved it. And there was like one or two other items that I would, I looked at and I was kind of like, man, that's interesting that he loves it. But why he loved it was, you know, and especially like really successful people, they just like things that say that, that are practical, they're useful and that save him time, you know? And that's yeah. what he loved about it was just like, he could plug this thing in and he could, he could charge his tablet, which he worked off of most of the time, his phone, you know, his girls were always taking his cord, you know, or whatever. So it allowed like to plug their phones in yeah. and it was just like, Oh, I get it. Okay. It's not just about the cost. So um, tell me, yeah, I know when you guys just did the rebrand and obviously I've never been to your space. So tell me a little bit about how you kind of, I'm sure without even being there, I have a, just a visual of what your space, but you're, I'm sure your brand is kind of expressed in the space that you guys have for your office, right? Yes. Um, so things like we did just to, again, just bring everyone together in this like culture that they feel encouraged. And um, we're actually building a brand new office right now. It um, okay. breaks ground, I think this month. Um, we hope to be in it in the beginning of next year. So it's like all these new fresh ideas since we've done the current office. But um, we have or plan to have a little barber shop. So no all these men who have to get haircuts every two weeks, have a convenient place to go. And we'll have like a set day where someone comes in and, and that is awesome. to them. a little workout area. Um, 
I don't think I've ever heard of an office with a barbershop that I'm oh, aware of. So now we just have this lady who comes in occasionally and um, and people are lining up for it because I don't know if you're the same way, but I know Chad and them, it takes like weeks to get in for a haircut and they despise it. Um, oh, yeah. So they're everyone's I, yeah. really excited about that. <laughs> That's a fantastic idea. And it is. I mean, I, you know, I go to a place, a little place in town here called Handsome Fellows, but like I have to, which is actually a really cool brand. It's kind of like our brand. But to your point, it's like I have to schedule it like two weeks in advance. And then yeah. literally without fail, every time I'm like, I'm like, this is going to take like, an, I got to leave the office. And it's going to take like yeah. an hour and I don't have the time. And yeah. And we just want it to be a place where people just don't feel like it's, of course, they're working all day, but they don't feel like they're confined to their desk. So we have a lot of like breakout zones where you can go get in like a quiet room if you need to. But then also um, several conference areas um, for collaboration. Um say so they have done so much with it. I'm going to recall all the things, but, um, just you're having a, a right workout now we area have too. a great training center and a putting green and things like that. But just, yeah, we just always try and keep it where it's a nice flow and people get to talk to each other and it's not so restricted between your four walls. Um, now do you build your own field. building or do you job out your building? I'm curious. I mean, are I we building our build own it. building? Yeah. We contemplated not doing it, but we are. <laughs> okay. I was I was just kind of curious, like if that, you know, so what I'm curious, just really quick, like what, what was the conversation about that? What made you kind of consider having someone else doing it? Um, Chad knew he would be our worst client. <laughs> and Fair he, point. Yeah. But we have great people and they said, we can handle you, Chad. We will take <laughs> care of it. <laughs> that is great. No, that, and I can see that because I'm sitting here thinking, I know when I do our own stuff, like how that's where I've gained appreciation for clients. And, you know, sometimes clients will say things to me like, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm being particular. I'm like, don't apologize. Cause every time I do something for myself, yeah. you know, I'm the same way. So, yeah. um, tell me if you think over just the things that we've done for you, you know, the, the last question in this area that I, that I like to ask is, you know, what would you say we've done well and maybe what would you say are areas that we can improve? And I know I've asked you this on calls as well. So, you know, for the purpose of, of this conversation that I'm recording. Um, but yeah, give me a little bit on that. Well, I, y'all do well. Y'all do awesome at, um, you know, your whole basis is eliminating the need to s- scroll through magazines. And you do. I don't think I've looked through a magazine since, um, <laughs> since I've met you, um, where I used to do it all the time. And then just kind of... Um, weeding out the good brands. I mean, y'all have a great way of, you know, judging, knowing the quality um, beforehand. So, you know, steering us away or towards something that you just know we would like. Um, That's always great. Um, You're great to work with everyone in your office, Tim and you, and I'm going to draw a blank on the girl who always sends me emails also. Yeah. Um, Nikki. Yes. And so just probably Ross. Great group. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've been lucky in that regard. I think, like you guys have, we've we've got a really yeah, good group. That's awesome. And so, tell me, um, what's the future? Just give me a little bit of look. Like, what's the future look like for for you guys? Like, you mentioned you're building a new office, obviously growing a lot. Is it just more of the same? Just keep keep on flying as high as we can fly. Just keeping our head down. Yeah, we. Yeah. Um, you know, it, there's no end in sight right now. So. Um, we're not the contractor who takes on every single project that comes our way, nor do we go look for um, every project out there. So we just feel like we're in a fortunate position where we have great clients and 
we are being brought negotiated work. And, um, you know, so as long as that keeps going the way it's going, we'll just kind of keep riding this really good train we're on. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, tell tell our group kind of, you know, if they want to learn more about you guys, where can they do that? Oh, um, Frampton.Construction is our website, which is all about us. We're very active on all the social medias, um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, is where we share all of our happenings um, very regularly. We have a lot going on and we love to um, love to share. You guys so do have a great social media. Us. I know. And that's Catherine, right? That, that yes, kind of Catherine. Down. And um, she also has an, another um, new person working for her who is awesome. And her name's Jordy. And they're both um, tackling the marketing. Yeah, you guys do a great job on social media. I see <laughs> a lot you. of it. And yeah, it's good. Um, and so tell me, I know that everybody is looking for people these days. So that, that would be the same place to go, right? If you, yes. if there are people out there that think they can help you guys and want to be a part of this great culture that you have, they go to that website yes. and it looks like I see it says work with us. Yeah. Uh, yep. I think it leads you to an email careers at Frampton.construction. And that's where you can um, either submit your resume online or via that email and um, it'll get you into the process. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, we're up against time here. I know um, I, I wanted to I wanted to stay true to that. I really appreciate, um, like I said, you, your team, the work that you send us and the, uh, the opportunity to work with you and, and especially taking the time to do this. I know uh, that you've had some family situations and some things that pushed us back a little. So I appreciate you hanging with me. Of course. Happy to be here. Thank you, Landon. Yep. yep. You have a great day and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. You too. Bye.